Stories from Nowhere. I'm your host, Randall Bond. Today's story is entitled, Stretch Armstrong. My brother Bob is one year younger than me, and we shared a bedroom pretty much from the time he got home from the hospital after being born until I left for college. For the most part, for two brothers that shared a room for this long, we got along pretty well. We would have the occasional skirmishes, many arguments. We did the old trusted put the tape down the middle of the room. You stay on your side, I'll stay on my side. We actually had that for quite a while in our room. But for the most part, we got along pretty well. And one of the rules that we never really broke was we, we'd never mess with each other's stuff. Bob had his stuff on his side of the room. I had my stuff on my side of the room. And we really didn't mess with each other. Now, we had very different likes and very different tastes, so that didn't make it too difficult until Christmas of 1976. Now, for Christmas, Bob and I, the boys, typically would get three gifts. We would get two gifts that we needed or had to have. In our case, most of the time, that was underwear and socks. And then for our third gift, we would get something unexpected, something that we'd asked for, or something special. And in 1976, Bob asked for and received a Stretch Armstrong. Now, if you don't know what a Stretch Armstrong is, Stretch Armstrong is a doll with a plastic head, kind of looked like He-Man, had a plastic head, had a rubber body, rubber arms, rubber torso, rubber legs, and he was filled with this goo, with this gel. We didn't know what it was at the time, but I've since found out that it's just corn syrup, simple corn syrup. At the time, we didn't know. We thought it was this cool gel, and you could stretch Stretch Armstrong about four feet. He was about a foot tall, you could stretch his arms and his legs till he was about four feet tall. You could twist him in knots and you could tie him up. You could do all sorts of things. And if you let go of him, he would go back to his original shape. And it's one of the few times where Bob got a gift or Bob got something. And I was kind of envious. Now, maybe that doesn't sound too cool now, but I'm telling you right now. If you were seven, eight, nine years old in 1976, Stretch Armstrong was the bomb. Stretch Armstrong was the toy you wanted to have. It was just an awesome toy. And Bob would often catch me playing with that thing and be like, hey, that's my toy. You're not supposed to be playing with it. That's mine. Don't play with it. And of course he was right. Of course he was right. But I couldn't help myself. It was just such a fun toy to play with. But we fast forward about a year and the newness of Stretch Armstrong has worn off and Bob hadn't played with him probably for six or seven months. But Bob, Bob was a neat freak. Bob and I were like the classic odd couple. Bob was super neat and tidy and clean. Couldn't stand to have his hands dirty. Had to have his hair combed all the time. Bed was always made. Clothes were laid out, folded neatly. And I was opposite. Never made my bed. Didn't see a point in making my bed. I'm just going to be sleeping in it the next night anyway. Made no sense at all to me. Didn't care if my clothes were clean or dirty. Didn't care if I was dirty or clean too much. We were literally polar opposites of one another. And so Bob, he has Stretch Armstrong in the original box. Right beside his bed pristine condition. And so one night, probably about a year later, I know it was cold outside, so it's probably December, Bob's in brushing his teeth, and for some reason in my 8, 9, 10-year-old mind, I thought, you know what would be funny? You know it would be a funny prank? I'm going to take Stretch Armstrong out of his box. I'm going to put him under Bob's pillow. And when Bob comes to get in bed, he's going to lie down, he's going to feel something hard under his bed. He's going to be like, what's hard? What's this under my bed? And he's going to feel underneath there and pull out Stretch Armstrong. He's going to look at me. I'm going to start laughing. He's going to start laughing. Harmless little practical joke. He, he, ha, ha, will laugh. He'll put it back in his box in pristine condition. 
We'll go to sleep. So, Bob's in the bathroom brushing his teeth. I hear the water shut off. Right, Stretch Armstrong is strategically placed under the pillow. I hear the water shut off. Bob's getting ready to come to bed. Now, Bob's bed faced our bathroom. There was a very small three or four foot hallway, closets on either side of it in our bedroom, and then a door, and that door led into the bathroom. And Bob's door faced that doorway to the bathroom. My bedroom faced the doorway that left our bedroom to the hallway and then the stairs downstairs. And so Bob opens the door to the bathroom, sees his bed, and I hear this, Geronimo! And Bob is sprinting as fast as he can toward his bed. And before I can get anything out to tell him to stop, to don't do what you're about ready to do, he leaps from the end of his bed and like Superman, except for his arms are at his side, he goes head first, <laughs> head first into his pillow and just smacks his face his face right into that pillow, right into, of course, Stretch Armstrong underneath his pillow. Now, Stretch Armstrong, when he got cold, would be hard as a rock. I mean, just hard as a rock. So Bob smacks his face into that pill- pillow and he starts, oh, my nose, oh, my nose, oh, my nose. And, you know, when he was midair, half of me is like, this is horrible. This is a bad thing. This is not going to be good. You know, I shouldn't have done this. And the other half of me was like, this is going to be really funny. I mean, this this is going to be, this is going to be awesome when his face hits that pillow. And so he's, he's rolling around on the bed and he's holding his nose. I'm, I'm rolled over facing the opposite way, acting like I'm asleep. And mom comes into the bedroom and she's like, you know, Robert, what happened? What happened? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I jumped onto my bed and there's something hard under my pillow. And mom reaches under his pillow and pulls Stretch Armstrong out by the leg and holds him up. And she's like, Randall. And I rolled over and she's holding Stretch Armstrong there. And she's like, do you know anything about this? Well, of course I knew something about this. I mean, I'm the one that did it. She knew that I did it. So I I tell her the whole story. I'm like, look, I didn't know. I didn't know he was going to go jumping from the foot of his bed, smashing face first into his pillow. I didn't know that was going to happen. I thought I would just put Stretch Armstrong under his pillow. He's really hard because it's cold. Bob would lie down. Hee hee ha ha. Look what's under my pillow. We'd have a little laugh about it. He'd put him back in his box and we'd go to sleep. So mom's like, look, This is why we don't touch other people's things. This is why we don't mess with other people's stuff. Do you understand? You know how moms are supposed to be. So I'm like, of course, I understand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bob. Didn't mean to put that under your pillow. And we went to bed. I don't even remember Bob being that upset about it because I'm going to be honest with you. I think when you're that age and somebody pulls a good prank on you, even if it hurts you, you're like, that was a good prank. That That was funny. Even if my nose is broken and I'm bleeding, that's still a funny prank. And so Bob put it back in the box and he kept it beside his bed. And I bet he never opened that box for another five or six years. Right? So we fast forward about five years. I'm in middle school at this time. I finally have some friends. And my buddy Joe is over at the house. And when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I was already driving. So I would either drive to Joe's house or I'd pick him up and he'd come to my house. He didn't come to my house very often, but I remember this time we were playing in our bedroom and it was cold again. So it had been probably around Christmas break time. We're playing in my room. And uh, I remember the bedroom was really cold. Our room would get so cold, we would often have ice on our window windshield, window on the inside. And we're playing in our room. And, you know, as we're up there playing, Joe's like, oh, my gosh, is that a Stretch Armstrong? I'm like, yeah, that is a Stretch Armstrong. That's actually Bob's, though. 
so we can't mess with it. And he's like, look, uh, I've never even seen one before. Can, can we just get it out of the box and just look at it? You know, we don't have to play with it. Just get out of the box and look at it. I've never seen one before. And you know how it is with the best friend. You know, you do things sometimes you're like, we shouldn't do this, but it's your best friend. So I'm like, yeah, okay, let's get it out of the box. So we do. Still at pristine. Now, Stretch Armstrong came in this little styrofoam clamshell thing that was like molded around him, and it came in two halves. So we take that out of the box. We open up the little styrofoam case, and there he is, just like he was brand new, just like you'd bought him from the store. There's Stretch Armstrong in all of his glory. So Joe takes him out, and he starts pushing him. And he's like, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I go, that thing stretches forever, too. And he's like, really? And before I can say anything, Joe has stepped on Stretch Armstrong's legs and has grabbed both of Stretch Armstrong's arms and pulls. Now, I think I've already mentioned that when Stretch Armstrong gets cold, he's hard as a rock, meaning he doesn't stretch. And so Joe pulls, and he literally pulls both arms off of the Stretch Armstrong at the same time. I mean, like it had been scripted, like it was in a commercial or a movie or a cartoon. Pop, both arms. And he's, here's Joe, has one arm in each hand, and he looks at me, and he's frozen, and he doesn't know what to do. And finally he says, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And he's starting to get frantic. And in that moment, it was both the most hysterical thing I had experienced to that point and the most terrifying thing I had experienced that point. And here's Joe holding these arms in his hands, frantically saying, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what we should do. And so we get the instructions out and the instructions say, if you have caused some damage to Stretch Armstrong, like a pin prick, if you've caused some damage, you can heat up that area and pinch it shut. And so here we are, two seventh grade, boys, seventh grade boys frantically trying to heat up these damaged areas of these arms to pinch them back together. And of course, it's not working. It's not even remotely working at all. And so in our seventh grade male wisdom, we decide what we're going to do is we're going to put Stretch Armstrong back into his styrofoam container, uh, place his arms in there as best we can, get as much of the goo as we can back in that styrofoam deal. We're going to put the lid back on the styrofoam. We're going to put the styrofoam container back into the cardboard box. We're going to fold the cardboard box. We're going to put it right back where it was besides Bob's bed. And we're going to act like nothing happened. And we're hoping in two or three or four more years, however much longer it's going to be before Bob checks that thing out, that Bob's going to open that package and he's going to be like, oh, this must be what happens to Stretch Armstrongs after you haven't played with them for seven or eight years. So that's what we do. Put it in the box, and we don't give it much other thought, right? Bob hadn't played with that thing in years. But as fate would have it, as fate would have it, the very next day, I'm downstairs in the living room. I don't know what I'm doing. Probably watching TV. Downstairs in the living room, and I hear a blood-curdling scream from the bedroom. Now, it was not uncommon to have blood cur Bob to have blood-curdling screams quite often. But his blood curdling Blood-curdling scream was followed by, My Stretch Armstrong! And then I knew. I knew that the universe had then conspired against me to somehow put a thought into Bob's head after five years, you know what, you should, you should get your Stretch Armstrong out and see what it looks like. So Bob's wailing upstairs. Mom goes up to... Mom goes up to see what's happened, and Bob's just over and over, My Stretch Armstrong! My Stretch Armstrong! And of course we hear, Randall! And I, uh obediently went upstairs i entered the room and i wanted to be like oh what happened oh my gosh 
How did that happen? Maybe that's just what happens to a Stretch Armstrong when you don't play with it for five years. Maybe his arms just fall off. But I didn't. I didn't. I just fessed up right away. I'm like, look, this is what happened. Joe came over, wanted to play with it. Never seen one before. Before I knew it was going to happen, Joe's standing on Stretch Armstrong's legs and he pops his arms off. And I, we didn't know what to do. So we stuffed him back in the box. And I learned some very, very valuable lessons that day. I learned that you, you don't mess with other people's stuff. You don't mess with things that other people find valuable and wanted to take care of and kept in pristine condition. I learned that you don't let your best friend talk into things that you probably shouldn't do or that you know you shouldn't do. But I think the most valuable lesson I learned is if it's the middle of December and a stretch Armstrong is really cold, don't let your best friend stand on his feet and pull his arms off. This has been Stories from Nowhere. I'm your host, Randall Bond. Thanks for being with us again. Hope to see you again next Monday. Stories from Nowhere is sponsored in part by Caitlin's Creations, Bond and Son Lawn Mowing, Promise Painting and Contracting, and Bond Bonds, Chocolate Covered Cake Creations.